0: remember this? (laughs) That thing you do? I can't, you know, it's weird. I can't hear myself. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Is that better? Okay. Now I can hear myself. So the other night, hold on before we even get to that. Is it hot enough yet? Is it summertime now? (laughs) I don't know. It hasn't felt like summer oddly enough for the summertime, but now it's hot as F. Uh, it's hot. It's really hot. And uh, I hope you're staying cool. I hope you have air conditioning. I don't know. I don't know if you do or not. I hope you do. Uh, if you don't, uh, open a window, I guess. I don't know how you keep the humidity out, though, if you open a window. I don't know. It's it's It sucks. We have air. Yay. Uh, and now we run it like a banshee because... Um, because we put solar on the house, and that helped, I guess. Because it used to be <laughs> a year ago that when you ran the air conditioner, for some reason, you get a bill for a thousand dollars. I'm I'm not kidding. I kid you not. We got like a nine hundred ninety six dollar bill one one summer, uh, one month, I should say for for run. It was an unbelievable. So either I have the most awfully uh what what do you say they're uh they're they're not economical either i have a terribly non economical air conditioning unit but we have we have two we have one for upstairs one for da- i didn't i didn't order it that way it just came with the house there's a there's two units there's one upstairs one downstairs yeah and uh, i guess when you run them they cost like a thousand bucks i don't know they're incredibly non and we don't set it crazy why okay? So, here, here's I'll tell you the, the temperature I set it at 76 degrees upstairs, 75 degrees downstairs. Okay, that's it, that's it, that's the magic number. It used to be higher, it used to be I used to put it at 77 for both, and now I'm like, well, let's just be a little bit more comfortable. 75 down, 76 up. There you go, boom, thousand dollars. Why does this sound? Why is the sound jacked up today? I don't know. Is the sound jacked up? To you? It sounds jacked up to me, but I just did the Peloton, and maybe my ears are all. It's my journey. It's on my journey. But I don't know. Maybe my ears are clogged. But it sounds funny to me. I don't know. I guess we're gonna find out together when we play it back. I don't know. You're that, or my mic is goofy. I don't know. We'll see. In any case, got another text from the. Uh, from the people saying this one (laughs) Jason stop being fat today (laughs) that's the way to do it (laughs) Jason stop being fat today you fat fuck now granted they're right I can't argue that but geez a little bedside manner doc and I I, so I ended up clicking on this thing because I figured I'd want to talk about it here so I clicked on it, and I thought, okay, maybe it's Pete sending me a thing. Maybe it's that rascal Scott, or that rapscallion Chris, or that guy Carl, or that asshole I used to work with. You know the one I'm talking about. Maybe it's them. I don't know. So I clicked on it, and uh, no, no, no. It took me to some, like, buy a bag of pills now, now. Stop being fat today. Buy a bag of pills. It comes in a plastic bag with a rubber band. I don't know. So I'll let you know how they work in a couple weeks. That's all I can say. All right. The riffraff. <laughs> the other night I'm sitting here. I think it was a Saturday because I posted something on the, on the Facebooks, which, by the way, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going away. I'll tell you what I'm going to start. I'm starting an Instagram page because I hear Instagram is just pleasant and polite. that's cool I'm down with that but it's not just gonna be me okay I'm gonna I'm gonna plug myself here <laughs> uh, it's not gonna be like pictures of me no no I'm not I don't do that I don't, I'm not those guy oh, man there's a influx and there's one in particular and I'm not gonna name him because he's sensitive and I know he's insecure and all that kind of stuff but dear Lord there's a guy. Right now, as we speak, who is just, look at me. Look at what I'm doing today. And look at the pictures of my selfies of me. It's it's weird. It's so weird because it's every day. There's a new, look at what I used to look like. And look at what I look like today. And it's, look what I, I, I ran this this morning. And look at my funny face. It's weird, man. Anyway, I'm going over to Instagram because... I'm just tired of the Facebooks, man. It's gross. It's so bad. And now with, you know, we have Kamala, which was, you know, hey, look, good deal. Uh, I'm not a fan of her. I'm really I'm really not. I, she was not on the, uh, of the blue group, she was not my front runner. But now that she's here, I'm going to support her. Bottom line. That's how it's going to go down. I'm not a big fan of a couple of the things uh, that she is for uh defunding the military being one um but here's the thing uh i i I am a big fan of diversity on the ticket and i like the fact that she's uh the first black woman that could potentially be a vice president i i'm down with it i like it i'm i'm all for it so good on her hope you win i'll vote for you anyhow the instagram account is called action figure faces Uh uh-huh Action underscore figure underscore faces. Do you know what it's going to be about? <laughs> Do you have any idea? <laughs> Anyhow, back to the riffraff. Follow me on Instagram. Why not? Fuck it. Why not? All right. I'm sitting here Saturday. I think it was Saturday. And I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm, I'm playing a game. By the way, the new game, Ghosts of, I'm going to butcher it, Tsushima. It's a T and an S together in the start. Tsu, ghost of Tsushima. Oh my, delicious! I, you know, I didn't think it was going to be that great. I thought it was going to be overhyped. Well, I didn't. Uh, it's not true. I didn't know much about it. And then I, I read some, and then I saw the reviews, and the reviews were amazing. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to bite the bullet yet. I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. And finally, I got, I got my copy. Started playing it. Oh man, totally lives up to the hype. I am like oh for two on games that I thought were gonna that were gonna be like really overhyped and not that great. One being Man Eater, two being Ghost of Tsushima. Mm, both excellent. That's all I could say. Anyhow, I'm sitting here playing Ghost of Tsushima. And I hear, like, and I'm in my loft and I'm in, you know, I'm, I'm chilling. I got the windows open because we weren't running the air yet. So I got all the windows open. It's a nice, pleasant night. The whole house was asleep, by the way. You know, everybody was asleep but me. So I'm just sitting here doing my thing. And I hear, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you too. I hate you. That's, that's what, and that was the the wife of the riffraff family. That's what she sounds like. That's what she sounds like. She's pleasant on opposite day. So I hear this and I'm like, what in the hell? It's like, and, and by the way, it was about 1030 at night. In my opinion, 1030 at night is a time where you don't have arguments in the middle of the street. That's, that's, that's a time when you, you bring it inside. You can have an argument. I get that, but not in the middle of the street. That's, that's where I go. "Uh Uh-huh. Trash people. (laughs) Okay. That's, I I don't give a shit. They are. Trust me. If you live next to them, you would know. I live next to them. I know. I feel like there's like weird modulation going on in this thing. And I don't know Why? Do you hear it? I don't know. I feel I feel like I hear it. It's weird modulation. I'm going to have to uh, fix that. In any case, so yeah, the riffraff are out there yelling and I start, I'm like, what in the hell? And I hear it and I'm just like, you know, you fucking people. Why? Why Why do you have to live next to, the, you, you've lived next to these people in your life. At least once you've lived next to this riffraff. I know you have, but they're out there, they're yelling, I don't know what they're yelling about, I don't really care what the what the subject matter is, all I hear is like, and then yelling, and then F you, and then, you know, just awful things were said by the woman, <laughs> it's just, she's a class act folks, um, yeah, and then that was it, I don't know, then it went away, so good, maybe somebody called the cops, I don't know, I, no, around here, no, if it wasn't me, it was no one trust me what are you gonna do about those horrible neighbors jason well i don't know what are you gonna do about them nothing <laughs> right exactly so the other day uh might have been the same night might have been earlier that evening earlier saturday night we we're watching uh, we we're having dinner as a family the the My wife, my kids, myself are having a nice, nice little meal. We eat dinner together every night. That's, that's just the thing. Unless, you know, there's extenuating circumstances like, I don't know, Brenner travel or somebody's in the sky or whatever. Um, I don't know. We, we have dinner together every night. I think it's important. We both think it's important. Um, kids seem to like it. So we do it. I don't think there's been a time when we've all been home. Well, there hasn't been. I'm going to tell you that right now where we haven't had dinner together. It's not like the kids eat in their bedroom. They don't eat their chicken nuggets in their bedroom. And then we eat later after they go to bed. No, that's stupid. That's dumb. Eat with your family. So we were eating dinner and I wanted to torture the kids because sometimes you do, you know, you get to have fun with that. It's not going to last forever. So I'm going to take advantage of it now. And we had the TV on. And because sometimes you watch the news, other times you listen to music, other times you watch like a fun show, other times you don't, I don't know. This time we were just, I didn't want to watch the news. I was tired of it. It was all bad. I didn't want to watch it. So you know what I put on? <laughs> the Lawrence Welk Show. The Lawrence Welk Comedy Hour? Variety Show? The Lawrence, I don't know what you call it, but if you haven't seen the Lawrence Welk Show, it is glorious. It is glorious as glorious could be. Yes, a one and a two and a three. That's Lawrence is amazing. He lives right up the street. Boy, he used to when he was alive. He's dead now, but he's probably buried up the street from us. Anyhow, we were watching Lawrence Walk. The kids couldn't stand it. They were miserable. I was laughing all the way. It was it was fun. Because we were watching the people lip sync on the on the stage that's way too big for one person. Like literally it, the, the Lawrence Walk show consisted of a variety of acts, if you will call them that. Most of it had to do with like a guy and his doll singing a duet. And by singing I mean lip syncing. <laughs> or lip singing. I don't know. Lip syncing but it was funny we enjoyed it i gotta laugh did i ever tell you when i was a kid my parents and my grandparents dragged me to lawrence welk village which again right up the street literally it's up the street there's a place called lawrence welk village it's where lawrence welk built a village Mm-hmm. and every now and then he'd perform there when he was alive not now that he's dead but every now and then he would perform at lawrence welk village so one night when I was about seven, the prime age for wanting to see Lawrence Welk, I was dragged, as you always are when you're a kid, you get dragged places that you don't want to be because you just want to be your little kid in your room playing with your Star Wars figures and the toys that you love and the world that you create in your mind. That's what you want to do. You, you, you don't really want to be taken out at night when you could be in your Incredible Hulk PJs. No. No. You don't want that. You want to be in your Incredible Hulk PJs. And you want to play with your action figures in the world you created in your head. Huh. Simple. Anyhow, I went to Lawrence Welk Village and I sat through one of these variety shows. Boy, did it suck. (laughs) Totally. Uh, But it's seemingly, you know, it was very obvious that everybody else in the family, as was in the room, was enjoying themselves. Why, I don't know. But they were. And at the end of this event, you know, Lawrence, old Larry himself was there that night. It was wonderful. Boy, is he fun when he was alive, not now that he's dead. And, you know, I, uh, I, I guess I don't remember the exact circumstance of how it played out, but I'm assuming my grandparents wanted to go meet Larry. And so they did. And they drug me with him up onto the you know wherever he was on the stage and uh they're everybody's shaking hands hugging and kissing over there and then he's treating me like an asshole goodfellas what's right is right henry keep him here henry keep him here keep him here you mother all right anyway i'm going down a good goodfellas rabbit hole and i don't want to do that now go get your fucking shine box you motherfucker you <laughs> all right that whole scene was completely out of order anyhow i'm standing there looking at lawrence Welk and he goes oh hello young man hi nice to see you and as all old men do to young boys you know he pats me on the head he reaches into his pocket not mine his pocket pulls out a pocket knife okay a pocket knife i'm seven he hands me a pocket knife that says on it Lawrence Welk. Here you go. Here you go, son. Here's a knife for you to maybe kill yourself. <sighs> At seven. Okay. Don't hand a seven-year-old a pocket knife. Unless you're one of the Alaskan Bush people, then I get it. Okay? And by Alaskan Bush people, I'm talking about the TV show. Don't fucking be weird. I'm talking about the TV show called Alaskan Bush People. If you're one of them, you do it to survive. When you're a kid in Carlsbad, California, that the, the, the worst part about life is losing your R2-D2, don't give him a knife. So he handed me the knife. Said Lawrence Welk on it. Great, right? Still here. Didn't kill myself. Had, had that much smarts to not do that. The movie I watched this week, it's called Brawl in cell block 99 either that or brawl on cell block 99 i think it was brawl in cell block 99 starring Vinny vaughn vince vaughn double v the tallest fat guy you'll ever meet that was his words not mine okay or did he say the skinniest fat guy maybe that's what it was that makes more sense the skinniest fat guy you'll ever meet i don't know uh, everything vince vaughn is in i am on board with i love the guy he's awesome you know what i'm saying you know he's good he's good anyway Brawl on cell block or brawl in cell block 99. I don't know. It was good. I enjoyed it. Sleep, just a, a sleeper hit, if you will. Okay. I just, I thought it was great. It was wonderful. Not what I expected. Believe me, if you see it, you'll be like, I don't understand anything that's going on right now. And then it all makes sense at the end. Mm hmm. Yeah. Did you watch threads? Did you get, did you get like, I don't know. Um, ruined by it <laughs> are, are you now disgruntled at the world again after watching threads I don't know man it's a scary one it's a scary one today on the show folks action figure faces did I tell you that? action figure faces alright today on the show I'm very happy because it's the the hat trick the, the end of the trilogy the the three, not a three, Pete, but the uh, the one play show of, if you will, of the toy episodes. I still got to do that part two of the Joe one with Alex. There's no question; it's got to happen because it's bugging me still. However, this one is with a guy, and and, and I'll tell you, I I picked him very specifically for um, a specific reason, and I talk about it during the uh, during the show, so I won't blow it here. But it's um, me and Scott Gaeta talking about the Star Wars, finally, on Brenzor's Dead. Hey, Scott Gaeta. Hey there. How are you? Good, man. How are you doing?
1: You know, doing doing as well as could be expected. Um, I miss traveling. I miss seeing the outside world, but uh, keep them busy
0: at home. Uh, the, the, the upside is uh, no flight delays, right? Uh, um. Yeah,
1: that's true, no, no flight delays <laughs> and um, no annoying airline passengers, no lost baggage. Um, the downside is I'm not allowed to travel anywhere else in the world because my passport is now worthless, but yeah, beyond that. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Also true. We, uh, we, we got locked out. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I just like to jump right in, dude, on the show, um, do all the the catching up chit chat after we hit record. Cause I, I learned early on that, you know, I ended up talking to somebody for like 15 minutes before we started. And then we started and, and, you know, we're like four conversations in and, you know, it's weird. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: I gotcha. No, that's all good for me.
0: Yeah so how was uh how how was your gen con online man
1: uh that was pretty good so i I have to say, I personally was a little less involved in that um you know i was on I was on like three panels and beyond that like the the team was kind of doing their thing. I was a lot more involved when we did our own thing back in June, but mm-hmm. uh, everything looked like it was pretty good i mean you know it's it's different it's not as good as yeah. being there in person,
0: but um.
1: You know, for right. what, for what it was, I think we were all very happy with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I I applaud all the entities, yourself included, um, when you guys it was. You guys did your uh, thing in June, was that? It? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Red running, around, yeah,
1: yeah it was back. Yes.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um. I mean, like, you know, you you can do what you can do. Uh. I think a lot of these folks, Gen Con, BGG, you know, were wanted to have an experience for the fans, right? Because they didn't want to, you know, even SDCC did their bit. And, uh, you know, it, it's cool. It's it's not even close to being the same, you know, but, what, you know, what are you going to do? It, it, at least people tried to do a thing and it, it filled in the gap for the year, right? With this awful, horrible, horrible year.
1: <laughs> yeah. This, this year, yeah. like, I was so looking forward to 2020. I'm like, yeah, 2020's coming. This is going to be awesome. And it was going like January was pretty good, <laughs> and then people could go
0: to a restaurant.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, like in fe- in February, um, so my my thirteen year old in his school system here where I live, they have a winter break in February where they have a week off from school. So, like we're in San Diego County, but other parts of San Diego County get, I think, three weeks off over the holidays over Christmas, but his school only gets two. But then they give them an extra week in the middle of February, which is which is kind of cool because um, that's way better. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. So, yeah. So this year I was like, hey, let's do a trip. Like I've got a, you know, bajillion points. Right. Like because I travel all the time and I'm like, where do you want to go? And and Robin, it was going to be me, my wife, Robin and our and our youngest son. And they're like, let's do Japan. I'm like, yeah, let's do Japan. Like I love Japan. They've never been. And I've been going for like 20 years sure. and and we're all set to go to Japan in February and then you know we're hearing about this right <laughs> this, this virus coming out of China and then we're seeing first reports in Japan and it was about 10 days before we were supposed to leave in February and I was I was talking with um, some contacts that I have over there for tabletop and stuff things with, you know people we, we work with for renegade in Japan. And I'm like, so should we come or not? And they're like, no, I would probably stay home. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. I mean, who I, I don't know who saw this coming. I mean, I really don't, because this was this is nuts, man. I mean, we're over here, we're um we are we're locked down. We've been locked down, you know, well, I, I say locked down, but uh, we, you know, we're a not go anywhere family. You know, we we go to the store, we co- or, you know, one of us goes to the store, usually Candace, the wife. Um, she'll go and come back. But beyond that, we, we're we not going anywhere. I mean, we're not going out to the beach. We're not going to the restaurants. We're not doing the bit. And it sucks, man, because, you know, we're, we're trying to do the right thing. We wear masks when we walk the dog. We wear masks, you know, when we're anywhere out and about. And, you know, we're never going to get back. We're never going to get out of this if people keep doing the nonsense. Like, yeah. I, that's I, neither here nor there. No.
1: Yeah, I it's, agree. We're, we're the same way. Like we're, we're just, you know, kind of keeping it, keeping it simple and, you know, we'll go get takeout and stuff like, but um, yeah, I, you know, like, I yeah, it sucks, but it's, I, I, can, it's, I can, I can, I can wait. Like I'm not, you know, like I, I hope this isn't the last year of my life. Like, I, I think that I've got more years ahead of me. So like, this is just one blip on the, on the radar, man. Like,
0: yeah. I know. It's, it's weird though, because I just see so many people and, you know, we all see it because we all watch, you know, some sort of news outlet on occasion, but man, it drives me bananas when I just, you know, Hey, look, there's 18,000 people out at the beach this weekend. And I'm like, Oh my God, we're, we're never going to get out of this. And it it makes me crazy now to, to that extent. I also think on the other hand, I've been bitching and moaning for most of my adult life of having to go do stuff. So, so this is kind of cool you know, in, in, in one very specific way, because, you know, even if we get and I've talked about it on this show before, you know, we live in a neighborhood with people and we're friendly with some people, you know, around here. And I swear, if the people across the street and again, nothing against them at all, if they invite us across the street, I'm going. Oh. And, and again, it's not because of them, it's because of me. You know, um, it's, it's so weird. It's, it's, it's crippling in some ways, right? Like I just go, well, it's across the street. I should be able to go, but then I go, yeah, but it's like five o'clock and I just, you know, I just want to chill out. I took a shower. I'm in my pajamas probably. (laughs) I just (laughs) want to be here. So, but now, you know, I have a built in you know reason to just, "Eh, I'm not going anywhere doing anything.
1: Yeah. We're kind of the same way. We're like, we're not like go out and, big social things like you know i travel so much like i we just we 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 like we like to be home right like we just we like right like and you know we just hang out and do things and and whatever um yeah like the worst thing in the world um you know i'm much more outgoing than my wife like the worst thing in the world would be like get invited to like a party sort of a thing and neither one of us like wants to go um (laughs) she she certainly doesn't want to go I'm kind of like, Hey, I can do it. Like, um, Oh, I remember like you and I, we, when we both worked at upper deck, uh, I think my first year there, I was like, Hey Robin, like we're invited to, you know, like the company Christmas party that Richard's having on like a boat
0: and she's like <laughs> on the
1: boat on the boat. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, uh, and she's like, yeah, I'm not going. And I'm like, come on, I'm new at this company. Like you should c- come with me. Right. And she's like, yeah, no, I'm not going like that's, I, I don't need any of that. So I, you know, I went to the, party But she hates it, and I don't blame her. Like I feel the same way, but I was like, nah, I, eh, I kind of have to go.
0: Well, when it's when it's your company. And I, I remember when you started. You know, it was it was a long. It was like oh four oh five. I want to say right. Hello. Uh oh. Cut oh. Out there. I got you. I got you. I got okay. you. Okay. All right. So you started in what? Oh four oh five? No. Oh uh, six. Oh six. Yeah. I thought it yeah. was before that. Yeah. Um,
1: I I miss the uh, the crazy days during the um, the Yu Gi Oh like
0: it. It's, well, I, you didn't miss anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, you know all about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I'm, but I'm, I'm the same way though, man. When you know, there's like a, a and especially you know, a work party. And whether it's my work or someone else's, it's a work party, and you're like, oh, okay, you know, that's cool. I, I really don't ever want to go. Like we we had one at the um for Candace's work uh, like a year ago. Uh, down. I swear the place was 10 minutes from our house. I mean, it was no problem getting there. And I was just like, Oh God, <laughs> I, just, I don't want to go. And you know, she was even saying, we'll be home by like seven thirty. It's fine. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh God, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But nonetheless, uh, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't blame your wife and especially for missing on that boat party that year. I was there that year. Yeah. That was, was,
1: yeah. All right.
0: <laughs> 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 she must've saw it coming pal yeah anyhow she knew um yeah she knew yeah well there was there were some good speeches uh so look man the reason i asked you here was you know i i love the the stroll down memory lane but the reason i asked you here was recently i've done a show on you know very self-serving mind you because well why not what what else are you gonna do on your own show you're gonna do stuff you like yeah um you know i did a show on Transformers, I did a show on G.I. Joe and, you know, covers all the things involved in those brands, the, the cartoon, the toys, whatever. But now I, I told my my folks, uh, not my parents, but the folks listening to the show who were probably also my parents. Um, I said, we're going to do we need to like round it out with like the trifecta. We need to do the big three and uh, the big three would obviously be Star." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and when I do these shows, I like to do them with another person, sometimes, you know, a couple, because it's fun to get a lot of, you know, their perspective on what made, you know, what made it magical for them. And, you know, when did you start collecting or when did you start? Maybe you don't collect it all, but maybe just into it for a, a completely different reason. But when I thought of doing this show, uh, you were actually the very first person I thought of. And let me tell you why. Oh, OK. Well, No, no. Well, I mean, aside from knowing you like in a professional sense, I mean, I know you're very pop culture oriented and all that, but you're the only other human that I know that I've spoken to that owns the barge. And I thought if somebody else bought the barge, they got to be into it, you know, because that (laughs) that was uh that was a neat very neat experience for me that when haslab did that whole bit so and we'll we'll get to haslab but i just figured anybody who bought the Jabba's sail barge uh, as well you know cuz i did as well yep. um has to be into star wars on some level just beyond thinking it's cool you know
1: oh uh yeah that's just the tip of the iceberg yeah if the if the barge if the barge was my tell you yeah you read it well because
0: there's (laughs) there's
1: there's a a, like i have we have a star wars room in our house okay yeah like we have a star wars room with just it's all just themed star wars and it's displaying stuff
0: so yeah we can talk star wars for sure well that's that's what we're doing man so when you say stuff are you talking like Stuff from Sideshow and stuff from Kenner or, or just like movie memorabilia or, or walk me through it, man. All right. So
1: right now, um, that room is, yeah. So there's showcases in there with stuff from Side Sideshow. Um, we've been getting like the, you know, the mythos statues that they did, right. There's like, yeah. So like, we've got those, um, they've got some new stuff coming out. Um, so there's, there's newer stuff in there. um, there's uh one case that's uh kenner um kenner like loose action figures right like right um so that sort of thing on display um i've got all sorts of stuff like i was huge into the tops cards as a kid um the original stuff so like like i mean i've got got infinite those i've actually um managed to find some uncut sheets of some of the top stuff really yeah um So movie posters was another thing that I was really big into. And at one point I had I had a crazy, crazy collection of movie posters. I had every single U.S. theatrical release version of every poster through, um, you know, uh, through through the, you know, all the 80s releases, the original stuff. Um, And then I had
0: Just, just general movies.
1: No, no, no. So every Star Wars, every oh, Star Wars. Sorry. variant, Yeah. Yeah. Every Star Wars. I'm variant. Like, that'd be a lot of movies. Man. No, 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 no. Like every Star okay. Wars variant. And then I had, I had like, I don't know, I don't even know what the count was. Like almost every major market international stuff, not every version, but I had Italian one sheets and Russian and, um, just all sorts of crazy stuff, Japanese. And, and over the years, I kind of like sold it, um, I, I had the Howard Chaikin poster, um, you know, which was the very first really Star Wars, um, Star Wars item for, ever for sale. It was sold at, right. at conventions for a dollar, right, to promote the movie uh, the year before it came out. That poster, ironic, I sold that to kind of a famous guy. He a, was a producer on Seinfeld and um, this guy, David Mandel, and he was the showrunner for Veep. Was way before he was the showrunner for Veek, but he was he was he was working on Seinfeld at the time and he bought my Chaikin poster from me. It was signed by Howard Chakin wow. um, yeah he bought it. I, I had messaged with him just a few months back and I was like hey man you still collecting posters and he's like yep still have the Chaikin poster. I was like oh that's
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> now, well you. so it's so funny you mentioned you mentioned the Topps cards man. Now for me the I, I think the Topps cards were probably my very first introduction to a star Wars product after the movie. Yeah. Um, so I remember, you know, vividly being in uh, elementary school and I had my star Wars cards with me and it was the greatest thing in the world to have. I don't know what it was about it at the time, but because I really wasn't into any other kind of trading card at all. I wasn't into sports. I didn't do the baseball stuff. Didn't do anything along those lines. But, man, if if that wax pack of top Star Wars cards was, I, I don't there's something so magical about it. I, I, I can think about holding it in my hand right now and just getting those cards out. And it was it, it was such a good experience at the time. And again, this is not they weren't toys. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. they weren't nothing special, quite frankly. And I, I don't have any of my cards anymore. But uh, Tops put out a few books, one for, I think it's like one for Star Wars, one for Empire, and one for Jedi, um, that are just, it's every card image I think they put out. And they're, I use them as like little coffee table books, man. They're, they're awesome. And that's probably the closest I'm ever going to get.
1: Yeah, you know, it. I had the exact same experience. I wasn't a sports card kid. I didn't collect baseball cards at all. But those cards, I remember I would ride my bike you know, down to like the corner store sort of a thing and go Mm -hmm. buy those packs to this day, that, that blue and white Starfield design of the first series, like it has, yeah, it has such a nostalgic feel that it it feel to it for me that if they just put that on anything, I kind of want to buy it.
0: It's like, (laughs) truly, man. I mean, you know, I, I used to really enjoy when I go into a store, you know, and again, like you didn't, you didn't hunt these down at a show, Yep. You walked with your friends cuz we could do this back then. You walked down to a convenience store at the at the ripe age of 8. Yep. You know, which my kids are 8 now there's no way. They're walking right. to the 7-Eleven. Yep. <laughs> so, but you would walk down there and you would see like, you know, and if you know, if you were lucky enough to stumble across a time when like maybe another wave came out that had a different cover of wax for the for a wax wrapper, like instead of blue it was green, instead of green it was yellow. Man, I, I, there was no bigger thrill to spend. I mean, what were they? Thirty-five cents, fifty cents a pack, something like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Forty cents, yeah, I somewhere think, in there. I think thirty-five was was when they first
0: came out. That rings a bell. Yeah. Oh my god. And and you know you you hit the nail in the head when you say like that. That starfield they had was just—it was such a pretty card. It was just such a pretty card. And then, of course, on the back, you know, for me it was a bummer. It's like you're like if if you turn it over and it had that paragraph of text as opposed to a new puzzle piece. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like oh, I don't want to read this, but I I do want to make the puzzle. So
1: yeah. Oh, I I ruined so many uh, cards taking building the puzzle and then just, like, gluing it to a piece of cardboard, right? (laughs) It's like, oh, that's a good idea. Well,
0: and, and, you know, some of the things I really love about just that element of Star Wars was, you know, you got some of these people in, and and this is going to sound weird, but these are, like, things maybe you notice when you're looking through these cards. You know, Star Wars was the only film that was out, obviously, originally, or I should say Episode Four, and then, you know, then the cards came out but then like you would see maybe uh you get like a a, a publicity shot of you know harrison ford is han solo and you're like but his hair is really short and in the yeah. movie it didn't look like that and you're like what is this and i mean it's just little things like that that you kind of got to discover that as adults we understand exactly what you know the scenarios yeah the guy got a haircut right. they called him back to do a photo shoot so what yeah you know Oh yeah, and or- if you, if you look at the later series, like towards the
1: end, right? Because there was five series of those those cards just for Star Wars. There was five different series. By the end, Topps was running out of images, and that last set has a lot of behind the scenes stuff, like yeah. showing showing like you know George Lucas, you know, directing the actor that played Greedo or something. And right. and as a kid, you're like, who's the weird guy like with
0: the curly hair? <laughs> <laughs> right. You don't care about that guy. You just want more droids. Right. Know? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I hear you. And I mean, it was, you know, and then it just went on from there. But, you know, nonetheless, now, were you a um, were you a comic Star Wars guy or were you strictly films as a kid?
1: No, I read the comics, too. Um, yeah. I, yeah. So I remember we went on some trip, a family trip. And, you know, those big treasury size editions, right, like that would adapt the movies. But, you know, the big oh, old thing. Yeah. So for Star Wars they did two of them. They did one that was the first half of the movie and one that was the second half of the movie. And on this trip it was like one of those horrible trips you go on with your family like where you drive, you drive from New Jersey to Florida yeah. to go to Disney World, right? So you're in the right, car, right. in the car for 2 days like with your with your brother and you're fighting the whole time. So they they had, my parents had bought me the second issue, like the second half of Star Wars. And um, in the comic thing, and all I did for that entire trip was like read that thing over and over and over again. Um, I remember, remember, I can remember being in the hotel room, like laying on the hotel bed, like at night, you know, going to bed or nothing to do, like reading that thing again. So I read the sure. second, the second half of the story probably, you know, two hundred times.
0: So I had the first. I didn't realize it was broken up into halves because I had the first one that has like the the, the classic. Um the the classic cover. I mean it's you know it's it's Darth Vader who's you know he looks blue and you know he had Leia and Luke and all that. But and it was the giant oversized, I think it was 65 cents or something like that. Yeah um it was but it was a beautifully big, it was like a big life magazine or something. It was it was really well done. And I'm telling you, man, till I was about 13 or 14, that specific issue. Staying around, <laughs> this is so bad. I just remember, like you know, I had like a toy box or something where you just everything you had you threw into a toy box in your room, and you know you dug through it when you want to get something out. And every now and then I'd dig in there, and then I'd just be pushing that issue aside as mm-hmm. it just as it just got wrinkled and folded and <laughs> creased and. Ripped. Yeah. But I had it for many many years. I, I don't remember being two uh, two parts. I, I and if it was, I know I only had the first one. I didn't have the second.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure either. Like who knows there it's possible that there was multiple like editions that they put it out and they yeah split it up yeah. for different, like who knows where they bought it. Um, did you, do you have that still or did you lose it?
0: I don't have it. I don't have it. Um, I think it went the way of uh, went the way of the trash can at about 15 years old when I thought it was just, you know, I made the giant mistake of, and I talked about this on like my GI Joe show, you know, you, you think you're starting to become cool. Right, yeah, you're know, yep. like, well, I'm going to sell all my stuff and buy a VCR or I'm going to buy something stupid that has no meaning whatsoever, and you know you're going to sell thousands of dollars worth of stuff in today's market for about two hundred bucks, <laughs> you know? and yeah, and then you're going to throw everything else away that doesn't look neat, so yeah, I, I made those mistakes. oh yeah, um
1: i I lost, so I had a bunch of old Kenner stuff. I remember I was sick at home this was probably like 78 or 79 and I was sick. Of, so as a kid, I was like really allergic to poison Ivy of all things. And, and I got it and like, <laughs> yeah. you know, my, my, my face like ballooned up. I can remember, I think I had to get like a, a shot at the hot, you know, the doctor or something at the hospital, right. bring down the swelling. so I was stuck at home, miserable, like my face all swollen up. And I, my mother brought home for me a land speeder, a Luke, an R2 and a three. po <sighs> Right? Like, those were my yeah. first, my first like canner toys. And then from there, you know, I got like tons of Star Wars stuff like over the years, like every Christmas, you know, whatever, for at least, a, I guess, probably through, you know, Empire. Sure. By, by Jedi, I was in the same boat as you. I'm like, oh, I'm 13, 14 years old. Like, I don't want
0: that. Um, I, I don't want those Power of the Force figures with a coin that are worth a mint today. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, I can uh. remember.
1: I can remember being—I think it was probably around '85. By this point, we had moved to Florida. I was in high school, you know, so I was like 15 years old. And I remember walking into a KB toy store with my friends, and with the clearance bins. Yes, with the clearance bins of <laughs> yes. Power of the Force figures for like 98 cents or 49 cents or whatever they were. And I remember I was dying. I was seeing all that stuff, and I was like, "Oh, this is so cool!" Like I had never seen some of those those figures before. Cause I was kind of out of it by that point, you know, and you see guys like a man, a man and, and stuff like totally. that, you know, and you're like, Whoa, they did toys of those. Oh, these are so cool. And all i wanted to do, I can, I remember this is like, I just wanted to like buy them. If I had 20 bucks in my pocket, like I was going to walk out of there with 40 toys, but I would totally, but I was with my friends in high school. So it was kind of like, Oh yeah, whatever. You know,
0: I know. <laughs> isn't it the worst man? Because like, if you look back at some of those power of the force lines, it was, I mean, they just pulled out all the stops in terms of figures that were just anything awkward in, well, anything in Jabba's palace, you could find on a Power of the Force card, which was, right. you know, right. which was awesome. Yeah. They had, you know, oh, there's Luke with a removable Stormtrooper helmet, finally. Oh, great. Right. Well, yep. I'll pass on all that. Yeah. Now, Han, you know. Han Solo we'll, in you know. Yeah, right. Well, you know, 2020 will pay a premium for him. That's fine. Yeah. Oh so you're uh it's funny you say that you know you were sick and you know your your face was blown up because of the poison ivy your home and, and your mom brought home some star wars stories yeah because i have a very similar memory uh early on <laughs> where uh my family used to be uh, they used to own boats or you know not all not boats a bunch at one time but like they'd own a boat then they'd own a different boat and a different boat and so on yeah. so we spent a lot of time i grew up here in san diego And we spent a lot of time down in Mission Bay. Like every weekend it was, well, pack up your bag and we're going to go down to the boat and spend the weekend on the boat instead of being home for some reason. Now, I didn't personally love that. But, you know, when you're seven or eight, you you just got to go. So one of the fun side effects is that, you know, I would get these horrible earaches as a kid because you're out in like the night air and it's like cold and it's windy and it sucks. So we'd be on this stupid boat, and I'd just be, like, howling in pain from, like, earaches. And I remember my mom also went out one night, and she's like, I got to, you know, we got to fix this. So whatever, a bunch of medicine and all that. But she came back, and she had two Star Wars, you know, figures with her. One was Hammerhead, and the other was R2. And, you know, it's those, I mean, this is going back, like, 40 years, Scott. (laughs) This is not, you know. And you just had those memories of those, and, and I don't remember the earaches, you know. I don't remember the boat, the I don't remember the interior of the boat. I don't remember what you know, uh, what fun we had down there. But I remember those action figures on that card, and how it 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 made me feel like there was something about, and you know, the toys that made us will do a much better job of explaining it than I will. But man, there was some magical, like really magical feeling about holding a Star Wars action figure that none other toy to this day has ever given me. You know, some have come close, but there's something about those Star Wars action figures. There's some kind of voodoo in, that, in those things, man.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, so have you bought any of the retro collection stuff?
0: They, oh yeah yeah no yeah. no the the true retro stuff yeah yeah the oh, i love the big sticker they put on it i really appreciate it
1: yeah yeah that's nice it's like thanks guys I, i've got Isn't a, it I've got, a hair, <laughs> I've got a hairdryer right here that'll take care of that um
0: right. yes i have yeah, yeah. and they're right. now you know i i'm not going to nitpick on some of the decisions that they tried to make you know to 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 differentiate it from the original stuff so nothing loses value and all that that's fine right but man, to to see that original mold in there like is is something cool.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and the same way that that blue uh, blue top Starfield um, design has that effect on me. The, the other thing or the Kenner the Kenner card back designs when I see that, I'm just like, yeah, I, I'm maybe I need to buy this. I don't know why, but I feel like same thing with the vintage collection, which I don't collect because I have like have other things that I want to own, but I see the vintage collection stuff and I'm like, Oh, that's really cool. No, no, don't do it. You know? And it's like, but it's, it's the packaging design that's getting me even more than the toy that's on the blister.
0: Cause a hundred percent agree. Now I I have been collecting the vintage collection since it started in, I, I want to say it was like 2007 or something around those lines. And it was before they even termed it the vintage clutch collection. They called it the original trilogy collection. And then, you know, the TVC moniker came on a little while after that. But I remember I walked funny, funny mentioned KB toys. Cause as an adult, uh, I remember walking into the One of the KBs I was up here, I probably in North County fair or something like that. And which is a mall people in our Scots and mine's neck of the woods. Right. Uh, maybe not for much longer, but yeah, for, it, it used to be a mall. It used to be a mall. Well, now it's, it's it's a sad place to be. <laughs> it's a sad graveyard of Forever Twenty Ones and you know GameStops. Um, but I remember walking in there and I had seen these figures that, or I'd heard rumblings that they were going to bring back you know um, like old style Star Wars characters. And you know maybe back then my internet prowess wasn't as good as it might be today. So you know I. I don't know uh you know maybe i knew a lot about it maybe i didn't i don't think i did mm-hmm. but i remember walking into a kV and i saw that they had some of these and these the way they packaged the original it was an original 12 i think it was han obi-wan r2 with a sensor scope 3po luke leia han, uh, Chewie. chewy um you know the the vader the big hitters yeah yeah uh and I remember they packaged them. They were, they were so beautiful. They're, they're still in like this. They were in a beautiful clamshell. Um, they weren't just, you know, carted on a peg. They were in a clamshell. They were nice. They are about 12 bucks. And I walked in and I saw one and I immediately grabbed it. And even though it was KB, it was overpriced, but immediately bought it and then searched out the others and ended up getting them. But I've been collecting them ever since. And, uh, you know, the, you mentioned the card. I completely agree. When I see those cards, there's something about it, man. And I, there's nothing, there's nothing fancy about it. And the same goes for like a G when I see a GI Joe card with that character and the burst in the background. Yep. I just, I don't care what's in the, in the blister. I don't care. Yep. I just want that card to have in my collection. And if it's a new card that they never did, you know, uh, originally even better, um, And, you know, so I've been buying them ever since that time, since about the mid 2000s, pretty regularly. But, you know, it's getting to a point now where it's so hard to walk into a store and find something. It's so hard, man. I mean, it's near impossible.
1: I know. It's crazy. Like anything that you want um, to find it in the store is hard. And then and then stuff comes out online and you're just, you know, you're racing against everybody else to get it before it's gone.
0: I mean, in in a lot of cases, you're you're trying to hit that button within seconds before it's gone. And that is it's it makes me sad because, you know, you and I have talked about it, I think, online very briefly where, you know, the picture, that classic picture of the stores in the 70s or 80s where you walk into that aisle, man, and all you see is a is a row of that, you know that outline, that Star Wars outline, that classic packaging with a, a purple hue on a box or an orange hue on a box. And there was, again, there was nothing like it. I don't know what was in that formula for for Kenner and Star Wars, man, but they they just nailed it. And nothing has been that good since.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Like, it's, it's crazy. I don't know how... Um... Like if you're a, if you're a kid, that's just a fan of something like that, you know, Star Wars or or anything else, like even being able to find the stuff that you want as a kid is gotta be, is gotta be tough, right? Like, and as a parent, if you're going out there trying to find, find stuff for your kids, you know, they're fans of different, different shows or movies and stuff. It's, it's interesting. Like, I wonder because like, it, it seems like Toys R Us going out, like really, you know, um was the was the big catalyst that's gotten us to where we're at right now yeah but you know are they going to start having like these problems where just action figures just become almost exclusively something for older collectors like are they is it going to you know in 10 years 20 years from now is it going to be something that kids just don't even do like that those whole patterns of play are are
0: lost um well i've been hearing for a couple years now you know now that you know i i've since i've had kids let me put it that way that you know, kids don't play with toys anymore. They don't play with action figures because iPad this and Nintendo that, and and video game here, and you know whatever TV there. But you know, in, in our house, and I'm guessing you're probably cut from the same sort of cloth. Is sure they have these other you know distractions that they're that they're dealing with you know, video games and what have you, but there has to be some time to play with toys and, and, you know, I've tried to teach the, the boys that like, it's important to play with toys. It's, right. it's not just something to kill time. It's important because I mean, the, the places your mind is going to take you with these things, uh, nothing, nothing can replace that. Never. No. Yep.
1: I, I, yeah, I agree. Uh, and I do think that there's probably a lot of, a lot of households like where that's lost um, but you know, so when you when you pair up the, you know, digital entertainment is very prevalent and very easy. Um, but then also with the lack of availability, it's it's
0: right.
1: know, it's a bad combination.
0: Um, right. Yeah. Oh, I walked into a Target this morning. Now, look, I walked into a Target because I needed to find some shipping supplies for some stuff I'm doing on eBay. Yeah. Okay. I went in there for some tape, but. I'll be damned! Every time I walk into a Target, a Walmart, um, a CVS, a Walgreens, a dollar store, I I will never not go to the toy aisles or the the toy section, and I'll, I'll never pass on it, it'll, it'll, even if I'm out of time. Like we're going, like I'll I'll forego the tape and I'll just go to the toy aisle if we're out of time. Right. Yeah. But I went in, I went in there this morning, and the Target over by me right now, and I'm. The, I'm in like the uh, Carlsbad area at the moment. There's a target over by us. It is uh, the worst target I've ever been to in my entire life. I walked into that toy aisle, man. And this is not just like a rare occurrence. This is a normal occurrence. There were There's a couple Darth Vader masks. There's a, a crappy plastic lightsaber. Um, there's a couple Black Series figures from like the Solo era. I mean, that are still sitting up there because they're not selling. And there's not a single carded action figure to be found. Now, you and I are both, I believe we're both in those, uh, like one of those like vintage collector Star Wars groups online. Yeah. And every everybody is posting, oh, look, I went to Target. Look what I found. All these amazing carded figures that are all coming out now. And I'm like, I posted the picture this morning. I'm like, well, this is my Target. This is great. You know, I got nothing. Yeah. Uh-uh.
1: I'm in the same boat, too. Like, I see these guys posting and saying, like, hey, look what I found. And I'm like, where do you live? Because there's no <laughs> Target around me that's like that. Uh, I know. Yeah. Oh,
0: you're in Minneapolis. Oh, great. Yeah. Right at where Target headquarters is.
1: Right. Yeah, those stores always look fantastic and are always well stocked, just like the Walmarts in Bentonville.
0: Right. <laughs> right. I know. You go here, and it's just a sad mix of, like, old bike parts and uh, some some Jurassic Park figures. but. You know, to your point, um, you know, if a kid, you know, watches Star Wars and they go, wow, I, I would really like to explore this and see what, you know, is available. You're just going to go like, "Huh, oh, sorry. I mean, it's a drag. And so they are creating this um, gap of kids aren't going to want to play with figures that don't exist. You know what I mean? They're not going to they're not going to want to just wish for them continuously. They're going to move on. And I don't I, I it bums me out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, me. It too. bums me out both financially because we have got to buy them on the aftermarket and they're more expensive, and it just bums me out because that feeling of walking around, like you know, you pass through the shoes, you go past the hardware, and then you turn a corner and there's that glorious toy aisle, you know, and that that feeling is gone.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's interesting too. I think the toy industry thought for a very short period of time that after after Toys R Us went out that Walmart and Target would kind of step it up, and and honestly, I think everybody did. They were like, "Oh, huge opportunity, right? Like you're you're losing hundreds and hundreds of Toys R right. Us stores. That business is going to go somewhere else." And it didn't really happen at all. And really, the business just shifted online. Um, but even there, it's in a weird place because it's not like Amazon's got plenty of inventory for MSRP. It's mostly right. right it's mostly secondary market sellers marking it up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That that's fun, and uh, also you know, I mean, you can't really trust the. I've gotten a few things from Amazon in the in the Star Wars figure category, and I'm like, well, I typically don't open them, but since this card has been chewed up by a dog and it's just completely ruined, I guess I'll open it, you know, and and go from there. So that's not even like a really good viable option for you know a a collector at least, maybe for a kid, you know, if you can find something that's price reasonable, they're going to open it. So sure, right,
1: yeah. Yeah, no, I've yeah. had the I've had the same experience where it's just like, Well, I, I guess I guess we're playing with this one, like it's not <laughs>
0: <laughs> This one's not going on the wall. No. <laughs> no, no. Now were you um I when the when the nineties happened, because uh, obviously, you know, the Kenner line it, it it ran its run. It was it was a good run. Uh there was a lot of amazing things that came out of it, but eventually it ended. Uh, and then, you know, for a very you know brief time, there was not a single thing of Star Wars uh, available. There weren't, you know, there weren't birthday decorations. There weren't, right. you know, Valentine's Day cards. None of that stuff existed. Which was, you know, I think back. It was a weird time, and it was a time that, like, you know, I think we we had had enough Star Wars for a while. We we had had it in our lives for a long time, and then it ended and it went away. And I think we are okay with that, but. In the nineties, you know, it came back. And the the first thing that I remember in terms of a comeback for Star Wars were those Zahn novels. That was the first thing I remember like hearing about since you know, the power of the force, clearance bends KB, you know, were the were the Zahn novels. And then from that point, um, you know, again, I was saying I worked at Target, you know, I'm I'm you know, I, I, I managed to, you know, work my way to I could be in the toy, like be the, the toy guy over there, you know, at my target. And, you know, and one at one point I see this crate or this case and it's like, you know, Hasbro, uh, Star Wars. But I open them up and it's like, these are Star Wars figures on cards. Like, what is this? And it was those, you know what I'm talking about, the orange back. Yep. Star oh, yeah. Star Wars. Oh, yeah. 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 So, the one where everybody was just very, very toned and and in shape. Oh yeah,
1: like they all. <laughs> yeah. Han, Han Solo looked like uh, you know he had
0: had a little, much, <laughs> little, a little too much juice in his workout. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what is going on here? I mean, like I opened him up, I was like so excited, I was like blown away that I'm looking at a real like you know it wasn't like a bendem or it wasn't like you know uh, some sort of uh, off brand you know star wars figure it was an actual star wars figure on a card that you can play with and all that yeah. and then you know after the excitement wore off after about 30 seconds i'm looking at it going what the hell is this yeah <laughs> like, other than the droids um there was some 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 roy like you say like they were on the juice even yeah. leia man on oh, the yeah. juice yeah 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 leia was um
1: Leia, Leia was fit. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: if you had to pick a like an era of Star Wars that like really and including like modern day stuff, um, which where where does your like where, what's your go to right now?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely probably the original trilogy, um, but then you know what? Like, I think like a lot of people like my age my generation. I was kind of like lukewarm on the prequels when they first came out. Yeah. Um, but you know, what's given me a new appreciation for them is probably two things. So the clone wars animated series by far, right? Like if you, if you watch, yeah, if you watch clone wars, then you're like, Oh, like these characters, like Anakin's fall in episode three is much more tragic and much more meaningful when you've seen his character develop you know, over, over five, five, six seasons of the animated series. Um, but then also I think it was a, it's it's interesting to see people that were my age when I experienced the original trilogy and they experienced the prequels and now seeing them now and they're like, Oh, episode two is my favorite. And I'm like, Oh really? Oh, oh my God.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, well, no.
1: good, good for you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you that you're, you're wrong. Like that's right. really awesome. Like when, and I'm sure that if I watched those movies when I was eight years old, um, I would I would look at them in a very different way. And I just think my expectation going in was different. And also partially because of the Zon novels. Like I was in the same boat. That was the first new Star Wars anything, and, and it caught my eye. And I, I read them when they were new. And I was like, whoa, this is this is really awesome. But it also was much it was more sophisticated storytelling than the swash swashbuckling adventure that you know we, we got in the original trilogy right. um so so you know I, I think that we i think that's one of the mistakes that fandom is makes in general is that we think that it's gonna move with us and it really should always be what it was supposed to be and yeah you know like I, like did, did you see that that recent story about uh potentially r-rated star wars movies i'm like really do we really need r-rated star wars movies like well,
0: I, I, I heard like a rumbling about it and I didn't pay much attention to it because right now there's so much strife that seems to be happening in the in the world of uh, like, you know, Lucasfilm and Marvel and all that. There's there seems to be a lot of discussions happening of, sure. of which way they should be going. Do we retcon everything? You know, do we errata the entire, you know, uh, seven, eight, nine, you know, and it bums me out because I'm like, why not just make another story, man? I mean, right. you don't need to you don't need to get rid of stuff out of existence because it exists. Right. Right. It's yeah. not going to be gone from our DVD collection.
1: No. And and also the, you know, the whole thing of like, all right, if you didn't like the new movies, they didn't do what you want, like that's fine, but at the end of the day, they're kind of under no obligation to give you what you want. Ooh. It's not <laughs> it's not it's not your world. Like it's, it's theirs. It's, it was George's and Disney's now and everything else. And like, Hey, you know, you could just not watch them if you don't like them. And that's fair, but don't, don't, don't like run the actors off Twitter. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> right. Well, and that's, uh, that's just gross. Like, cut that out. It, it,
0: it is man. And that's, that's unfortunately just the world we live in right now. And, but you know, I, I was, I was thinking about it because, you know, the original trilogy, and I think likely because I was a kid, you know, was like the most the most life changing thing I'd ever experienced that put me like literally episode four created a trajectory for me where I, I just knew that I wanted to. Like, I, I didn't want to carry the football. Right? I didn't want to hit the baseball. I wanted to just be in a galaxy far, far away. You know, I wanted to somehow have those types of elements be intertwined in my life you know and <clears throat> excuse me I think you know when I see the, the prequels I'm, you know I'll watch them there's some parts that are fun you know and if the kids want to watch them sure I'm never going to say no to a Star Wars anything especially the holiday special <laughs> which, which is just brilliant in its own right yeah. however you know when I think of 789 no it wasn't my favorite thing in the world but I I, I, what I, when I started thinking about like, well, what would I would have wanted? What did I want? You know, honestly, Scott, I didn't know. Right. I didn't know what I wanted out of it. I just wanted more Star Wars. I didn't think, I couldn't put my finger on anything specific, but I was like, well, so this wasn't totally my cup of tea, but so what? Right. (laughs) I mean, it was a Star Wars story.
1: Yeah. Let's put it this way I enjoy watching any Star Wars film. I would rather have them than not have them. Right. Right. You know, it's like, hey, okay. Like, that's fine.
0: Um, I I just, yeah, I don't get it either. And we watched Solo the other night, and because just out of nowhere, one of the boys is like, We watched Solo again. I was like, Yeah, damn straight. We can watch Solo again. I'm telling you, you know what? I've watched that movie probably six times at Mm this point, realistically. And I like it six times more now than I did the first time I saw it. Yeah. And
1: it gets better every time. Yeah, I agree. Like, Solo not doing well and, uh to me is mind boggling. I thought that was really good like it was a star- <laughs> it was a Star Wars movie. it was funny it it was you know it's kind of a coming invade story like yeah, did we have to see uh what Han Solo's origin story was? No, but we don't have to have anything. Like, right. You know, it's
0: <laughs> that's the thing. We, they're they're not like you know they're not signing you know checks to us because you know we've we've given them our lives, passion. You know, I mean, it's not it's yeah. not how it works. But I, I don't know. I no. I agree. I'd rather have Star Wars content than not Star Wars. Right. Content, yeah. You know? and, and honestly, I thought the cast in that was
1: really good. I thought uh oh, I can't remember his name now. It just went out of my head. The guy that played young Han Solo, I thought he did a great job. Yeah. Like. Right. Like, that's not an easy thing to do. Like, you're basically playing this character that Harrison Ford's face is going to be attached to forever. Right. Um, right.
0: I and thought and was, Harrison will be the face of that. It won't be young Han Solo is the face. Right.
1: Well, but, unless they do more with him. And then for a new generation, he will be yeah.
0: Solo for those kids. Right. Well, it only made four billion dollars, Scott. So it wasn't good enough to warrant anything. Else. Yeah. <laughs> no.
1: So uh, I, I would like to have a failure on that level. That would be yeah. fine for me. 100%. I mean, like
0: Glover's performance as oh, yeah. Lando Calrissian is uh, – I, I can't even describe how good and how perfect he was. And, and this time, the time that we just watched it last week, I was really trying to cue in on like just the little, um, the little tones of his voice and just the subtleness of the – I mean, because I've watched it a bunch of times. I I enjoy watching him do it. But I just wanted to key in on the subtleties of it, and yep. man, he just—I I, all I see is, or see all I hear in my head is Lando, Calriss, Lando Calrissian in Bespin talking to Leia. Every time I see Donald Glover, yep. I mean, yeah, yep. really, really, okay. dude, yeah. Really. Hello, what do we have here? Oh right. I mean just perfect and not not to take away from Billy Dee Williams man because dude when I saw him in episode five I was like I don't I don't understand this because I was too young to understand like love triangles at the time right but I just thought he was cool yeah and I just thought he was awesome and then I liked him even more in Jedi which is weird but I liked him more in Jedi um but man I just I, I really dug his smoothness and that's exactly what they wanted him to be and he totally nailed it so I'm couldn't be happier. Yeah, he so, was
1: great. I hope we get more from those characters in that cast. Like you know, they're, they're talking now the Disney Plus, you know, Lando stuff, and um, I I think that we will see more. They were all signed for a three picture deal, right? Um, so
0: oh really? I didn't know
1: that. Yeah, that's I had read that sign. Mean, I don't know. I, it's not like I've seen their contracts, but that's sure. couple, <laughs> you know something that I <laughs> that I that I read somewhere on a. Uh, reasonable website. Right. Right. Said that they were, well,
0: hopefully they got paid for a three picture deal. Let me put it that way. Cause they earned it, man. They yeah. really earned it. Yeah. So let, let me ask you this because, you know, we've all collected through the years and everything. What, what are your thoughts on, on the Haslab stuff?
1: Um, so I, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. Like as far as mm-hmm. like the, the barge, I think it's kind of cool. Cause I get it. Um, In this day and age, like, are you going to put out a $500 toy and, you know, into distribution? Like, no. Right. Right. Um, You know, I thought the experience was cool the way they did it. And they um, kind of like put you through, you know, walked you through the process. You got regular emails from them. They gave you that little book that came with it. Yeah. Uh, So I I thought that. Got a cool
0: fig. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I thought that was really cool. I haven't, I haven't done any of the other ones, right? There was the Transformers one last year. (laughs) Yeah. So I thought about it, but I was like, uh, Mm. as much as I, I I am trying, like, uh, you know, my, I have a decent size house, but it can't fit everything in the world that I would like. So I've, I've said, we're going to, I'm going to do star Wars and maybe a little bit of, you know, some superhero stuff here and there. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, I think that stuff's cool. I mean, they've been talking, I guess we're supposed to get the announcement for something new soon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm my thing on NASA, when I saw the the original announcement for the Barge, um, I was, it, it, it was, it struck a really weird chord for me because I remember turning 10 and, you know, there was, or maybe it was, I think it was 11. I don't know. It was, I'm, I'm trying to think. It was right around Jedi. And I remember vividly, uh, I, I, you know, I saw the trailer. I didn't even see the movie yet, man. I saw the trailer, mm-hmm. and I saw the barge, and I saw the fight, and I saw three PO or R two pushing three P O off the side of the barge, and all this kind of stuff. And I thought to myself, that would that would make such an exceptional playset. At the time, playsets were still in existence, right? And you know, especially with Star Wars. Yep. and I thought like I would I just want and this is how dumb kids are right they just go well, I want the Jabba's sail barge place." and it's like well it doesn't exist stupid and I didn't know it didn't exist because we didn't have the internet obviously we didn't have you know there was probably a, there was a Star Wars fan club back then but that was all we got and I remember it was at my birthday and there was this good-sized box sitting in the kind of the corner and and whatever and you know uh you know i opened up some stuff and there were certainly some star wars toys given some figures here and there a rebel soldier this and a rebel a bespin guard that yeah. and uh, two of the worst figures ever made by the way. right yep
1: uh, <laughs> well the the bespin guard was so bad that they made two of him
0: yes they yes they did they were inclusive it was good uh yeah, but that rebel soldier man oh god So, at least with the Bespin guard, you can go, well, like, these are two different guys. (laughs) They're they're two different colors, two
1: different guys. Right, but they're two
0: boring characters, but sure,
1: sure, I need more of those, like, you know.
0: They're no Lobot, I'll give you that. (laughs)
1: That's true.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Arguably (laughs) the worst figure ever created across any line of all time. Well,
1: if you're trading (laughs) figures with your friend, like, what's the ratio? Do you have to trade three Bespin guards for one Stormtrooper? I think that's probably
0: that's that's pretty. Yeah, that's accurate. accurate. Stormtroopers are cool. All
1: right. Okay. All right. So back to your story. So it's Christmas morning. There's a big box sitting in the corner. Right. And and I'm like, I'm getting all excited.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm linking and I'm thinking to myself because I had dropped the hint many times. I'm like, I really want this sail barge. Again, it doesn't exist. Right. So we get to the big box. I start opening it. And it's like, it's, it's a, (laughs) it's a giant set of lawn darts. Oh, God lawn darts with like a giant and the reason the box was so big it had like a big target apparatus you know other than the humans that were going to throw these into the air and then have them come down and spears in the face yeah. so it, it was this giant thing and I was like oh it's lawn darts <laughs> how lovely and then so the job is sail barge thing just you know evaporated into thin air and so when HasLab announced this dude I went into like immediate 10-11 year old mode of God, I had to have. There was no question in my mind that that was not going to be here. It could have been five thousand (laughs) dollars. It it wouldn't have mattered, Scott. Yeah. So for me, I really, really, really like what they're doing with Haslab. I think it's a wonderful idea. I love the concept. I could care less about what people say about it online—how awful they are, just money grub, whatever. I am on board with Haslab (laughs) more more than the Hasbro stuff. I am Haslab all the way, man. And I, I did back Unicron. Um yeah. only yeah. because <laughs> those sneaky sons of bitches. Uh they they extended the deadline for like another three months <laughs> over the original deadline and I bought it towards the end of that deadline. They they uh, almost got me that way too. Because I remember yeah.
1: I, I checked it out initially. I'm like, oh, this is really cool, but no no no, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay within my within my yeah. my boundaries. Star Wars, I'll do the next Star Wars one, but you know, this one's cool, but I'll just, I'll be good. Yeah. And yeah. then they extended the deadline. And I'm still getting emails <laughs> for it. And I'm like, hey, hey, hey HasLab, I have already <laughs> gone through this process. Could you please respect my boundaries?
0: I've already internalized it. And That's I've right. said, no, respect my wishes, please. That's right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, but this this uh, this HasLab stuff, man, I don't know what the next thing is going to be. I, You know, I, there's a lot of talk, a lot of chatter out there. I'd like to know what your thought is, because I I think there's a go-to that a lot of collectors that just want. There's one specific thing people just want to have. Oh,
1: I wonder what. I'd be interested to hear what you have to say. So, you know, I've seen like the speculation on a new Death Star. Like, did you Mm -hmm. see that that one set of images? The guy made. Yeah, the guy like like made like a two prong Death Star with the with the with the elevator shaft in the middle. middle. Yeah. Ah,
0: and then he made the he did it all he it took him like four years he said wow uh, it, it, or he see he 3D printed the whole thing didn't he
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: it's and, insane and then he made the oh my god dude it was beautiful
1: right but <laughs> it was beautiful but but the thing that makes me think that it won't be a Death Star is they've done a Death Star right like there there was a Death Star play set yeah. I mean I guess you could do Death Star two and you could yeah, say and that's what that guy did he he I think that one he called it Death Star two um. I don't know. I mean there's been Star Destroyer play sets kind of, right, with the Well, well, yeah, kind of. I mean, you it know, had, there was, it had, but... it, it had a meditation chamber, that's about it. Um, and it, and then that had some plastic girders around it in the shape of a triangle. So it
0: was it, it did. It also had something where you could hang people upside down. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah. You could hang it in the thinking in the picture, it was like a Death Star gunner. Or something. I mean, it was like one of his own, and he's like hanging upside down in the as a punishment in the star destroyer. Yeah, that's well, that's that right was, on the
1: box. That was better than getting choked out by Vader. If he hung <laughs> you upside down, it meant he liked you. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to kill you. You're valuable to the it. Empire, but I'm going to hang you upside down here, and I want you to think about what you did.
0: Yeah, <laughs> think about it. <laughs> Punished. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I. I don't know. Like, I. I'm not sure. Like, what do you think? What's your. What's your. your doubt? Well. Now, I, I really did think uh, that they're going to go to a Death Star. I really did think so. And here, here's why. Now, now that this guy did it, I'm wondering if, it, like, if I were them, I'd reach out and go, hey, man, about those files. Um, right, right. Like, you yours know, is better. <laughs> dear Lord. Now, yeah. I, before this guy put it out, in my head, I had, and this guy really stole the thunder from, I think, if, yeah. if they were going to do a Death Star. Wow. Um, yeah. Good timing. But like in my head, I liked the Death Star playset. Now, everybody kind of says, well, it was okay. It was neat. I thought it was pretty darn good for a playset at the time. It was big. It had a lot of play features. It was cool. It had the Dianoga. It had the, um, this really cool, the, the elevator was fun. You know, I mean, it just had that stuff. But it wasn't like a full piece. It was a slice of the pie. Right. you know and that always bummed me out and then of course there's the palatoy version which i don't know i'm not sure why people rave about it i mean it's it's neat but it's also just cardboard and right. <laughs> you right. know maybe it's, a plastic door or something
1: it's because it's so hard to
0: get so it's it's
1: one of those yeah. it's one of those grail pieces like the skips those the skips used to be like a grail piece too because they only came totally. out during the power to the force uh, era so there there wasn't a lot of them that in the a wing but
0: Uh, very, well, very, very, very true. Um, yeah, I never had the, I, you know, I didn't have either, uh, during Power of the Force. I didn't, I didn't have really any Power of the Force stuff, dude. And honestly that packaging wasn't nearly as special as the original stuff. It it was like a caricature of like an A-Wing as opposed to that beautiful photography setting that would be for every other, every other ship. So, so
1: the, the, the one thing that I did experience in the nineties, late eighties into the early to mid nineties was I got to have a second childhood because right. So I went away to school and I wound up how I made money like was I did comic book conventions on the weekends because I had a big comic book collection and I kind of stumbled into doing like a local comic book convention in Gainesville that was, you know, where, where I was going to school and that turned into me selling toys because some somebody just walked into a comic book convention in, like in Florida one day and said, like, "Do you buy toys?" And I was like, eh, not really. And he had, and he had Star Wars toys. He had a he had one of those he had one of those briefcases, action figure briefcases filled with action figures. And I was like, yeah, yes, I do. You know I'm like twenty years old. And I'm right. like, "Yeah, I buy toys." And I started buying Star Wars toys. And before you knew it, I was setting up at conventions with all these old Kenner toys and comic books. So I kind of got to own a bunch of stuff sure. that I never owned as a kid, um, and 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 you know tons of action figures and loose Kenner stuff and and all sorts of crazy things. At one at one point, I think I owned like twenty Yak faces, like loose Yak
0: faces, <laughs> and uh, it, it's like the blue Snaggletooth.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I've had like right probably dozens of blue Snaggletooths, and but I don't own one now. And it's really sad because, you know, at the the time I didn't keep that stuff because I, you know, I was young and had no money and I had to pay rent. But uh, I was at a convention in in Orlando, Florida, and I was setting up my little booth, right? I had like a 10 by 10 booth, like nothing big just to sell some stuff. And some guy I'm I'm down on the floor uh, getting something out of a box underneath a table and some guy walks up to the edge of my booth. And he sounds like Arnold Schwarzenegger with this thick German accent or Austrian accent, and he goes, "I have Yakface for trade. Are you interested?" And <laughs> I'm like <laughs> and I'm like, oh, always <laughs> yeah and i and I turn around and right because if people don't know, Yakface wasn't put out in the u s on a card by that point the the toy line was done here, but he was out in Europe because they were they always lagged a year or two behind us, so so yak face in Europe is, is not easy to find, but he's much more common than he is here. So this guy had a suitcase, you know, like those hard shell suitcases, like not the massive one that your mom would carry, but like sure. the medium sized one, he had one yeah. of the, he had one of those with him and they were filled with, it was just filled with yak faces
0: and what? yeah,
1: he, he had like 200, 300 yak faces with him. Like he had scoured Europe, like buying them all up.
0: And these are he, these are these are carded, not
1: loose. No, 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 they're loose. They're all loose. Oh, okay. It's all loose. And um, but but even at the time, right? Like they were selling. Oh, right. They were selling. It's a, like,
0: it's a thing you don't see. Yeah, okay. yeah.
1: yeah. they were selling for like a hundred and fifty or two hundred dollars loose even then. And this is where a a perfectly mint, you know, Leia would sell for ten dollars. Right? right. A loose Kenner figure would sell for ten bucks. You know, but Yak Face was super expensive. And he was—he would—he was smart. He—he he was a toy dealer from Europe, and he knew that if he brought them to the U.S., he could get a lot more out of them in trade for toys than he could sell them for in cash, even over sure. in Europe, right? But yeah, so I was like, "Yeah, I have yak faces for trade." And I'm like, "Yeah, how many can I get from you?" And you know, and...
0: <laughs> what do you want, sir?
1: Yeah, you know, and I had like a little army of you know yak faces for a while, which was really cool. Like no weapons, like you didn't care. You're like, whatever. It's—it's it's a weapon chair. Right with a few other figures like, I, yeah, I can, I can find that. Um, yeah. So that was kind of fun for a while in the nineties. Like I got to, I got to like own for very short periods of time, like a bunch of toys that I didn't get to own as a kid, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah. So, but I didn't really. You know, I, of it. I hear you, man. So l- let me ask you this, this one last thing here, because, you know, I think about this all the time. I talk about it with my friends and and in, in a variety of of subjects. Like, you know, uh, I think to myself, like, I'm, I'm not in my twenties anymore. I'm 40 and I'm pushing 50, man. You yeah. know? Yeah. And I just wonder, you know, I still have the itch as I'm sitting here in my, in in my recording room doing this stuff. I'm looking around, I'm surrounded by nothing but collectible stuff, whether it be open or sealed or Transformers or Star Wars or Voltron or whatever. <laughs> it's all around me, you know? it's on shelves, it's on, you know, bookcases, uh, it's in display cases, whatever. And I'm thinking that, man, you know, I'm pushing 50. You know, when my parents were 50, there was, there were, they would think, they would be put into into an insane asylum if someone came over their house and found like action figures strewn about in a classy way, I might add, but just strewn about. I mean, do you think, that and of course that's a sign of the times, right? Like times have changed. Right. Do you think you'll ever just kind of flip the switch and just be done with it?
1: No, I don't think so. Like I've refined things, but I don't think so. I mean, right? Like you should have things around you that you enjoy. And sure, you know why not? <laughs> I like that's stuff that I enjoy. So too bad. Like um, I think it's more prevalent now. All anyway, right? Like yeah, people you know, life, life's too short. Like, yeah, you know, just cause you grow up doesn't mean that you have to stop having fun or, or liking things that you liked as a kid. Um, uh,
0: I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. You know great. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, forever, buddy, forever. Yeah. Well, look, man, uh, look, I, I'm, I'll be, I want to be respectful of your time. And so I, uh, I appreciate you taking the hour and, and hanging out, man.
1: Yeah, no, anytime. I, I loved it. We can, we can do part two sometime and talk more star Wars. Cause I think we could go for forever.
0: Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, I've, I've got like a page and a half of notes here because I, I do prepare for this show. Uh, I got a page and a half of notes, man. And I think we covered uh, about three bullet points off that list because it just, you know, it, it goes organically, man. And that's how I want it to be. But no, I, I agree. If we come back we're going to do, we'll do a part two uh, sometime, man. All right. Sounds good. All right, buddy. Well, thanks, Scott. I appreciate it, man. Okay. Thank you. It was great.